My privilege to be speaking to Zander van Wijk because he's got a song with Vin Alice, which means we've got to get to know the guy first before we can listen to the music, you see. Hello, Zander. How are you doing? Hi, Janine. Very well and yourself. Thank you. Fine and fabulous. Thank you very much. So let's introduce you. We're going to assume that people have got no idea who you are. And I don't want the biography version. Eh? I want the you <laughs> at home with no shoes and no makeup. That's Zander. Well, definitely daddy at home. <laughs> Husband that likes to cook, so I, I think we're, I've got a very privileged life. <laughs> you like cooking? Oh, yes, I love cooking. It's, it's, my, it's my way to get myself rustic after a day of hard work. Ah, um, Are you one of those yeah. people who have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, who do, don't need recipes? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I will read a recipe, but I will change it to myself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate. But yeah. besides, oh, how many kids? I've got one daughter. Um, she just turned two now. You can't stop at yes. one. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's expectations, you know. If you can sing as well as you can, we need to be building the choir in South Africa as well, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll try our best. We'll try our best. And your wife, who's she? Um, so I've got a lovely wife. Um, met about 10 years ago. Married for three years now. Um, absolutely the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, she works as an insurance broker. So, yeah, mommy is always yeah, always helping. Likes the music. <laughs> so besides the music, do you have a job as well? Like something that pays the bills so that you can make enjoy your music making? Yes, I do. Um, I work for a electrical consumable company, um, so I'm a rep for them. Because <laughs> um, they're so glad back, Because eh? you can sell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I went into repping about uh, just just before COVID hit us, and um, I think I think this is that was the job that I was made for. Um, I like working with people. It's it's just come natural to me. So. I'm very fortunate to be in a position where I, I like my job. Uh, so are you extrovert? You can say that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't sound convinced. Do you have times that you need to be alone as well? Yes, I do. Yes, definitely. I think everyone needs that. Okay, but it does, so it energizes you when you're on stage and you're connecting with people and you can communicate effectively with your music. Definitely, yeah. I think I think always uh, getting the story out there. Uh, you know, music. I always feel music makes uh, gives you gives you kind of a. Uh, it gives everyone another perspective. Like each and every song. When I write a song, I've got a story to tell, and that story that I tell, every single other person takes it up in their own way. They make their own little story of that story that I've given them. Yeah, and so it's not always the whole song that works for everyone, but there's certain um, core words in the song that will work for someone else, and just kind of maybe give them some energy, give them some, just make them feel better. I'm wondering because, like everybody sings along with the radio, you put it on loud, and then you go and you belt it out with them because it doesn't <laughs> matter what you sound like. But And then you find out people like your voice. Maybe you're in the choir or you audition for a solo and you get it so you can sing. But to actually create music, that is like one step further. Can you still remember how, what convinced you? What made you want to try out creating your own music the first time? I remember the first song I wrote. How I got to that song, I think it's the old 
like an old tale that everyone has been telling, like a guy that fell in love with a girl and he wanted to tell how he feels. <laughs> then I wrote this love song. Was it Sophie? Um, I think it was very corny. <laughs> <laughs> Mushy, soppy song. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it was definitely a 17-year-old telling her girl that he likes it. Yeah, <laughs> but was she impressed? That's the question, you see. Was she impressed? Yes, well, yeah, I think everyone was impressed when they heard the song. I was impressed myself um, <laughs> for being able to do something like that. And I think that just sparked something. And... um I mean, as you go on in life, I mean, we all get a bit older and there's some struggles that come in our lives and stuff. And um, you have to work through these things. Um, so, yeah, I kind of lost it at some stage in my life as well, where I didn't want to write music. Um, I didn't want to make music. I just wanted to sing. Um, and it, it was kind of, it, it was hard, you know, coming back. I think COVID, COVID gave us all the chance to just become ourselves again. Forced um, you kind of that quiet time that we were talking of that, that you had to have that quiet time. You had no choice. So yeah, brought a lot back. What, what's the story behind the stopping? Why did you, did you just grow tired or was the a story behind it? I think, I think it's a, it's a bit of everything. Um, life changed a bit. So, um, I, <laughs> how can I put this? Uh, I would rather go out than make music. Um, you would rather be brying with friends than making time for yourself. Um, so life got such a big rush that um, there wasn't time for myself anymore. And then also, um, when when I was writing, you need to have quiet time to write. You don't write in a crowd. It never works that way. Mm -mm. Not for me. Mm. But then... Um, yeah, things just got busy. You know, I was chasing life. I wanted to make something of my life. Um, I wanted to get a good job, um, get my studies behind me, all of that. So everything worked together in a way to kind of distract push the music you. a little bit away. Yeah, it distracted me a lot. So I kind of lost the music for a bit. And um, yeah, I think I think... I picked it up in the last two years. <laughs> well, what about your walk with Jesus? I mean, you can't sing about him or know anything about him if you don't care about him. So how do you meet him? Well, I met him when I was young. I grew up in a, in a religious family. So um, I think that is the first thing we we as children learn from my mom and dad. Um, I, I, I still remember the first little prayer that my mom taught us every night when she put us in bed. So that's something I always carry close to my heart. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, he's always been part of our lives. Um, I don't think we've ever not have him part um, or not know of him in that, in that sense. But, yeah, like I think most people will feel as we can always do better to live closer to him. Okay, but a but, taught yeah. prayer isn't a relationship yet. Yeah, no, well – Getting the relationship there is, is hard. It's hard work. Um, or not hard work. It's just you have to do it. <laughs> so um, for us, it's it's kind of like I'm, I'm in that little that piece of my life where I know where I need to be and I want to get there. So I'm getting to know him by myself. Okay. Um, but I need to take that step to really get to know him now. <laughs> so it, it's definitely – it's in there. 
and we're busy working toward it. On the bucket list. <laughs> you can say it. I don't feel that's a bucket list type of thing. Priority <laughs> that's a necessity. number one. <laughs> yeah, that's a necessity. No, that's not a bucket list. <laughs> the reason I'm asking is because if you don't know that you know that you know, I would all... Everybody knows that he exists. Satan knows that he exists. So it doesn't make him a, him a Christian. Um, yeah. But if you – and it's not just like a hello God relationship. It's a trust relationship that we're talking about. Um, and then life starts happening, disappointments and failures and challenges and, and you know, all of the stuff that brings a person, especially if you're an artist and you feel things in a very intense way. Um, once faith in this invisible God – it gets a knock sometimes when, when you start living life. Have you ever experienced your faith being challenged? Definitely, definitely. Um, I think more than once as well. Um, there, there comes a time where, where the, the actual feelings you get from, from partying, from going out, from just living life, as, as they would say, and not having any you don't care about anything that's going to happen tomorrow. You don't care about literally everything, anything at that stage. Um, I think that kind of makes a problem um, because that feeling you get is immediate where you can actually explain the feeling to someone in, in so many words where to, when, when God touches your life, it's not always immediate. Um, it's in due time as he feels you need it. Mm-hmm. And um, the feeling is so much more special. It's it's hard to put into words. So, I, I think for myself, always being able to go back, and when I have a tough time, even though we haven't spoken in in a month or whatever, um, being able to kneel down and just talk to him is is like the father that you can tell anything to. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that that makes a big difference for me. That's why I will always, I think, remain close to him. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we try and, and bring our daughter up in, in the right way that we were brought up. So I think it's very important for us because it, it is actually, it's, it's very sad that um, Christianity has become so um, lost, I would say, in schools and in, in certain public areas mm. where it used to never be it used to be there so for us as parents i think it's it's really it's our duty to make sure that that our children know yeah i i actually like that about covid19 i mean the churches had to close down the schools had to close down everyone else you relied on to tell your children about jesus uh, they weren't available to you anymore there's no children's church or anything like that the, the, if, if the parents cared at all about their children actually knowing Jesus, they had to start doing it themselves. And to me, that's <laughs> great break breakthrough stuff. I, I wonder what happened behind closed doors in so many of the houses where you couldn't, you know, pay someone else to, to do that job for you. You suddenly had to do it yourself. Um, there's one thing that I like about Christianity, by the way, is that each one of us as Christians... Um, You've got your own walk with Jesus. So because of the stuff that you're going through in life at this moment and because of what you're reading in the Bible and, you know, discussions you've got with your friends, um, it's, it's as if everyone has got their own little corner of the puzzle. 
of of who he is yeah. and and maybe at this moment if you need grace most his grace is going to be that thing that impresses you most at this moment because it's something that you're relating with best because of where you're yes. at in life so i've got what i know and every time i ask this to anyone it's always a different answer if i had to ask you what's the bit of his character of who he is that impresses you most if you had to close your eyes and worship him the thing that that would just be closest to your mind because of where you're at at this moment what would it be i would say the 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 comfort he gives you um the safety that that warm feeling mm. um that that is that is my so when when i close my eyes and i speak to him um that that warmth that comfort that that almost inviting that I, I will protect you. I'm your dad. Give me a hug type of feeling. Yeah. Um, so, so definitely in grace, when, when I speak to him, it's, it's definitely, that, that's the one thing. <laughs> that's how I see him in my spirit eye. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking to myself, you know, with the whole prodigal son thing, that when he came back from the pigs, how his dad didn't so say, how dare you? How could you have gone to the pigs? Um, he was standing there, arms <laughs> wide open, saying, about time, hello, yo, Olegedeng. And he went into yeah. his arms, and the son knew he was welcome. The dad didn't even think twice. That was the whole point, was that his son would return. And, and if you say one feels safe, that's one of the aspects of feeling safe with him, is that that's not where you get the judgment from. The judgment is you no. judging yourself, and that's what's <laughs> keeping you away, where... You could know, like, if you now say there's that peace in his arms, that you would just run to him. Yeah, definitely. I think it's like it's it's like always when when you were um when you when you were sad or when you were scared or something like that, and your mom and dad was always waiting there for you. Um, if you know you could go to them, your dad was this big strong guy in your in your eyes when you were younger. Um, so that's I think that's how I relate to it. Um, that safe that safety kind of feeling it's i don't know yeah. that, that's just for me <laughs> it's very special okay well tell me about your song we're gonna listen to your song Urvin. so what's the song about so the song's name is Urvin. um Urvin is a song that i wrote um so i'm gonna use a lot of the afrikaans now no problem we um so in the words i will speak of the ketongs van goed en kwaad so that is that is like something that that holds you back in life and you have to break these chains to be able to grow or to get rid of it. And these chains can literally be anything in your life. So the best way for me to describe the song is like, you know, when your rosebuds, when, when the pebbles fall off the rose and you have to break the rosebud off for a new rose to grow. It's, it's more or less something like that, if I can put it in a, in a picture. <laughs> yeah. If you say win, that's to have victory over life. You've got to be able to, to let go of one thing. to have victory, to grow again, to, yeah, to come out, not, not to be, um, yeah, to win, to have won the fight. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a song of moving forward, um, getting rid of the bad. You know, it's, it's not just to win. Even if you just moved one step forward, you've won already. Yeah. Okay, we're going to listen to the song, but before we jump into it, if people want to connect with you and your music and everything you got to say, what socials, all of that, how do they connect? Well, um, at this stage, uh, Zander van Wijk page on Facebook, 
they can go like and share my page. What Vin is on there, all the show dates will be on there. Um, most of the communication will go through there. And then uh, on Instagram, I think I've got four posts there. I'm very bad at social media. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting used to this now, but they can go to, I think it's Zander underscore from Vike. And they can go like my Instagram. So when I start posting videos, you guys can check everything there. Um, it will all happen in due course. <laughs> Zander underscore Van Vijk. This is very easy to spell. And I promise you, when you hear this song, I'm sure you're going to want to connect with a man. But this is what it sounds like. Ervin by Zander Van Vijk.